Chapter 1 Chips of Gold Howard sat in the waiting room. His shirt was stuck to his back. He rotated his left shoulder furtively, trying to calm an itch between his shoulder blades. This happened with every interview. The minute you found the lobby, your suit didn't fit. The worst part, well, almost the worst part, was waiting to get started. This was definitely the most lavish firm so far. Beams from the soft track lighting burrowed into the salmon-colored carpet, highlighted the white tulips in the centerpiece, and reflected faintly from the rosewood tables. In front of him, muffled by a brass-railed glass wall, six men and a woman worked at a long rosewood conference table. Even the receptionists were plush, black curls against red silk, blonde hair cascading over a gold necklace, obscuring a dimple. This would make law firm number, let's see, eleven. His uncle was being pretty damn loyal to keep setting these up. He wasn't alone in the reception area. There was a continuous influx, first of dark-suited men, then of younger men in short-sleeved polyester shirts, who kept their eyes fixed on the carpet. Occasionally, uneasy groups combining both types hovered momentarily, conferring softly among themselves, before being greeted and whisked away by a secretary. An old couple sat next to each other on one of the big sofas, the gentleman consulting his watch with increasing irritation. And seated near Howard, their knees separated only by the corner of the coffee table, was the neat hair who was going to get the job. Howard spotted him immediately. The guy was in his mid-twenties, like Howard. Right out of law school, like Howard. Unlike Howard, he was a New Yorker ad for Stanley Blacker. Navy pinstripes, vest, the suit had obviously been pressed on the way up in the elevator. His nervousness expressed itself as eager intensity, instead of damp dread. Howard knew how he looked by comparison, even if the gold-flecked glass panels hadn't been there to remind him. His tie was wrinkled, and the cuffs of his gray pants made his legs look short and wide. The lines of his body sloped down and out, from his horn-rimmed aviator glasses to his mustache to his soft shoulders. The tails of his navy blazer splayed out at the back to accommodate a body that did not exercise. Gravity had been hard on Howard Rickover. Surrounded by sun-baked joggers, the neat hair was certainly a jogger. Howard looked slightly melted. Jesus, the neat hair muttered suddenly. Dan Block. They say he's the next Charlie Spork. Howard followed his gaze to a barrel-chested man who was stepping off the elevator. Howard opened his mouth and then closed it again. You had to watch neat hairs. They might buddy up to the partners by joking about the guy who didn't know who Charlie Spork was. Client, maybe. Probably not a lawyer. Howard had looked up the lawyer list in Martindale Hubble. Spork didn't sound familiar. He wondered idly what the people in the glass conference room were working on. Whoever those people were, and whatever they were doing, they'd been at it a long time. The men had their shirt sleeves rolled up. Dark circles stained their armpits. You could almost smell the nervous sweat, the stale smoke. The woman talked on the phone. A fat man in short sleeves paced in front of the plate glass windows. Beyond him, chunky clouds drifted easily through the blue sky, and the sun ricocheted through the parking lot, where Howard's Civic was sandwiched between a 380SL and a DeLorean. Tweedmore and Slide! Tweedmore and Slide! The receptionists chanted pleasantly, their frantic fingers racing over the telephone consoles. 
His view of the conference room was momentarily obscured as a skinny woman with stringy red hair raced into the lobby and almost collided with a blonde in a low-cut dress who was carrying a tray of soft drinks. Candy, please stay out from under other people's feet. Well, you should be running in the lobby, Mary Bell. Those of us who work have to run sometimes, the skinny woman said over her shoulder as she disappeared around the corner. The blonde woman shrugged so that her cleavage heaved and walked on. Incredible, the neat hair muttered again. Isn't that Jimmy Trabig? He shook his head and smiled with disbelief. Twenty-two lawyers, and they represent the whole damn valley. Yeah, said Howard. Pretty amazing. This was going to be worse than he expected. Nemesis Neathair knew the clients by sight. Okay, might as well get it over with.